0: How you doing, Christina? Welcome back. Uh, I'm doing great. I hope you're feeling a lot better, even though flu season's uh, about soon to be over. But welcome to another episode of the uh, weekly NBA show. But we will also have a special NFL show uh, later on today. So Christina and I are going to break down what happened yesterday. We'll preview NBA Friday and also talk about those crazy trades that happened. So, um, first off, uh, before we preview NBA uh, Friday, so uh, what was your reaction about the uh, the All-Star game draft yesterday?
1: I mean, I thought it was great that it was televised. Um, I thought, overall, it went as expected. Team LeBron is definitely, um, I think, strong going into the All-Star um, weekend. But, overall, I thought it was um, – a great asset that they added to um, this year's NBA All-Star
0: weekend. Yeah, I mean, but the trade that they made. They traded Ben Simmons to Team LeBron for, team, for Russell Westbrook.
1: Um, I thought it was interesting. It kind of made things a little bit more exciting heading into the All-Star weekend. As we all know, I mean, um, Giannis did pick... Uh, Embiid to be on his team, and as we know, Westbrook and Embiid both don't get along with each other so well. So I think that's going to also be exciting for the fans to see: is there going to be a scuffle between them? Are they going to be able to keep their composure, seeing as they are on the same team? So I thought it was, I thought it was exciting. And again, like LeBron said during the All Star. Um, televised All-Star Draft. He wanted Simmons. He was a little bit disappointed when Giannis picked him. So I thought it was a fun element to the um, to the All-Star Draft, um, televised All-Star Draft.
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely on that. But um, talk about um, the uh, – there was crazy trades started last week before yesterday's deadline. As we recap the deadline, trading Pr- Christoph for w- was the worst move that the Knicks did. Why do you believe it's the worst move that they did? Because the thing is, you don't trade an injured player to, like, a team that – you don't trade somebody that's hurt. I mean, why would the Knicks do that? I think the the owner was all about the money, you know?
1: I think so, but I think there's also a couple of reasons too. I mean, yes, he's injured; he hasn't played in a in a minute. Um, but also, too, Porzingis made it clear that he doesn't necessarily like being in the New York environment in the locker room. So, I mean, when you're a franchise that's probably has that has the worst record, ten to forty right now, haven't made the playoffs since 2013. There's yes, you have a star player on your team, um, a potential even superstar. Um, and all-star as well. I mean, if someone doesn't want to be in your team environment, it doesn't make the team so attractive heading into free agency um, and coming into the summer. So I think for them it was like, okay, well, he doesn't want to be here. You know, they can free like $1 million in cap space. So I think for them, it was a little bit more of a, it was hard that it was a hard let go, but at the same time, I think they're thinking of the future. And as we all know, there's been talks about Katie and Irving potentially wanting to be a part of the Knicks franchise. So I think that too also played a part Yeah, and then they could the also trade.
0: develop Dennis Smith Jr. into the face of the franchise for the Knicks with that trade. It-
1: Exactly, and I think as we all know, Dennis Smith Jr. is a great player. He's young; he's, um he hasn't even hit his prime yet. So again, I think they still got um some good players in that trade deal. I don't think they can yeah. The Knicks haven't lost, lost
0: out on that, but I mean, talk about the Lakers making some trades yesterday. They traded Big Zoo and Michael Beasley to the Clippers for Muscala, and then Reggie Bullock for Sieg Macalut. But I think with Bullock, I think he's going to help with the Lakers in shooting.
1: Absolutely, and as we know, Lakers aren't the strongest when it comes to shooting, and I think someone that can shoot is going to definitely help their game and help them moving forward if they want to potentially even compete for that eighth spot and also compete well in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, absolutely, for sure, on that that part, but... um... I think I think losing Big Zoo is okay. I think the Lakers are most likely going to get Carmelo Anthony in the uh maybe as to to secure that last spot in in the Lakers roster, but talk about for your Raptors, they made a big trade yesterday. They traded Valanciunas which was needed. I didn't think he was going to stick around that long, and you got Marcus Saul now.
1: Yeah, I mean, Toronto the city of Toronto I know is up in a roar. A lot of people are very Very upset about this trade. I mean, obviously, um, Valanciunas has been there for seven years. Now he's one of, he was one of um, the longest Raptors on the team. He played for seven years. I mean, it's upsetting, but for me, I wasn't disappointed in the trade. I mean, um, a lot of people are saying, well, Raptors didn't really get much, seeing as the numbers between Valanciunas and Gasell are the same. Now Valanciunas is averaging about 13 points a game, seven rebounds, one assist, He's 30% from the three-line, Well, on the other side, Gasol is averaging about 16 points a game, nine rebounds, and four. As- However, he's just a little slightly up above um, Valanciunas on the three-point line, shooting about 34%. But again, I think the Raptors still maybe, I think, capitalized on this trade just a bit, seeing as um, Gasol is uh, a three-time all-star. Um, and also, he is of 2013 defensive player of the year and I mean we need a little bit of help on um, defense and I think he's a great guy to have on on your team I mean he has experience his um, experience and also that too as well um, Valentinus was hurt he lost you know he was out for 31 games you know that's a huge loss for the Raptors and I think they were a little bit worried about Um, how he will come back. Um, His momentum getting back into the game and feeling comfortable. And as we know, um, you definitely need someone on the glass and Valanciunas was that guy, but he wasn't 100% and it's not guaranteed that he would be 100% coming back onto the floor.
0: Yeah, I think that was a win-win. But now with the Grizzlies, they have Mike Conley and I don't know if they're going to want to trade him. I'm hearing Utah is a possibility for Ricky Rubio. That the Grizzlies could start rebuilding. But do you think Mike Conley's next to go on Memphis?
1: I mean, if I'm being honest, this trade has been hard to read. Um, but I think he might be the next to go. But also, I don't see it as well. I mean, he's been there for quite a bit. I mean, but at the same time, as we know, um, Memphis is trying to rebuild their franchise. So, I mean, I can see it happening maybe down the line. How about yourself?
0: Um, it happened down the line, but, I mean, now he's going to be – Memphis is starting to tank now. So, I mean, the, since Memphis is not going anywhere, might as well keep him so that maybe it could push a spark on the Memphis Grizzlies in hopes for them to still make the playoffs. But, I mean, I mean that could happen, you know?
1: No, absolutely. I totally agree.
0: But now, that being said, let's recap yesterday's Lakers-Celtics game and also the game against the Pacers. But let's compare the two. The Lakers against the Celtics yesterday, I saw they played very good basketball yesterday. And even Rondo hitting that game winning in shot compared to when they played the Pacers, they looked lost
1: absolutely I mean heading into this game they needed to play with confidence they needed to be together on the floor you know communication the chemistry I mean and they also the younger, especially the younger players they needed to check their emotions at the door I mean we all as we all seen and heard a lot of trade talks were going on with Lakers and Pelicans you know they basically Lakers are basically selling their whole team just to get AD I mean and obviously that didn't happen so I mean I'm I'm happy with the fact that the young, young guys were able to and just um, essentially be mentally checked in back into the game and really perform better than they did against the Pacers. I think it was a great game.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was a great game by looking at it, but I mean, they got a tough one on Sunday. It's against the new look Philadelphia 76ers. But I mean, speaking of the Sixers, they just traded Markel Fultz to Orlando. I thought that was a pretty okay move now that, They want to put Ben Simmons more at the point guard.
1: No, absolutely. And I think it was a trade that we all seen coming. I think they were hanging on to him. Um, You know, he definitely didn't play up to his potential um, coming into the league. And I think they needed to make moves and make moves quickly, seeing as, you know, the East has some contenders and um, as well as they want to make a deeper run into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean now, now with the, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean now with the, now with the Sixers and all that. I mean, so um, I, and now and now the Lakers play the Sixers against again on Sunday. So you think the Lakers are gonna could have a chance to come in there and win this game? I mean, they think. I think.
1: that incredible win against the Celtics. I mean, I just hope that again, moving forward, they can continue that chemistry that we've seen last night. I think it is going to be definitely a little bit tough, seeing as the Sixers had, I mean, have added um, Tobias Harris to their lineup, who is um, a great shooter. Um, and as we all know, Lakers are lacking in that um, area. So we'll see. I think they definitely have a chance, but it's definitely going to be by far a tough game.
0: It is going to be a tough game for the Lakers, but also um, a game that I think the Lakers are going to win in their last game before the All-Star game is when they play the uh, Atlanta Hawks, which I think should be relatively easy for the Lakers to win, and they should win that game.
1: Absolutely. Going into that game, that is a must win. And that is a easy, well, it should be an easy win for the Lakers. I mean, they definitely are about, I think, one and a half games away from really claiming that eighth spot in the Western Conference. And I think the game against the Sixers, but again, they might be able to come back and get a win against the Hawks. And they definitely need a win against the Hawks if they're wanting to be able to contend in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A team that they must beat and um, that, that – I, mean, I think, you know, the Lakers almost lost them in the first time these two teams met. But, I mean, the Lakers yesterday – it everybody was saying that this could mean that this could be a turnaround of their season yesterday.
1: I mean, I completely agree. I mean, we all saw them completely just flat out lose life on the court. And I think yesterday they brought that life back, not only in the game, but I think in the locker room and with the team going forward. And I think that's exactly what they need to continue to um, get better as a team. And again, um, try and get make it to the playoffs. I mean, it was incredible what they did yesterday. I think, you know, confidence, you know, um, Rondo shot the ball out to him, LeBron as, you, as if, if you watch the game LeBron was calling for that ball and Kuzma was confident and, and, um, and hit the two-pointer and they were able to kind of regain confidence going back um, and ending that fourth quarter so I think as long as these guys are able to stay emotionally checked into the game they play their best game every night I think that um, we're going to see a major turnaround um, going
0: forward Yeah, we could, but I'm still thinking the Lakers will, will probably most likely be the eighth spot in the West because of the too many good teams there. I think Utah will be at least higher higher than the eighth spot. I mean, Utah's had a great, had a great stretch run. But with that being said, um, let's talk about some NBA Friday games. And let's start off with the uh, Knicks and Pistons, which I think they feel like they, they're meeting again. I mean, I think the Pistons are going to win that game.
1: I mean, I think so, too. Um, definitely. Um, yeah, I would say, I would say so. I think, you know, they've maybe strengthened their team just a little bit with the trades. I mean, um, Knicks also too, though, are also now even a more contender with Dennis Smith Jr. On the team as well. So I think that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, the other one is Sixers and Nuggets, but just seeing here that Joel Embiid is questionable with an illness today, but he'll play.
1: Yeah, I think he'll play. I mean, he's definitely putting up the numbers. I don't see why not. I think. But again, with the addition of Tobias Harris, I mean, I think if he doesn't play or let's say his minutes are minimized, I think that they also have a great um they can rely on Harris on the
0: floor as well. And then um the other game is the Wizards and Cavs, which I think I believe the Wizards will win this game, but with Kevin Love, his he's a game time decision. He has I don't think he has he hasn't played in a long time, though.
1: He hasn't played in a long time. I mean, as we all know, Cavins, Cavs excuse me, haven't had the best season. Um, so that one, again, is going to be an interesting matchup. I'm kind of leaning with you on the Wizards. I'm capitalizing on that one. Um, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see until tip-off comes around.
0: Speaking of the Wizards, they made a trade yesterday to get Jabari Parker, and now Otto Porter Jr. is now a member of the Chicago Bulls.
1: I mean, I think that was a great move. I mean, as we know, Parker wasn't having the best season. You know, a lot of people thought that he was going to come and really make an impact, Um, and he honestly just fell short. So I think for them, they've really made a better, I guess I could say a better team going forward. How about yourself?
0: I think so for the Bulls, but it's still, they're going to need time to, to rebuild. But with the Wizards, and if they can raise their – Re- resurrect Jabari Parker's career say next year, then he could for sure be a most improved candidate next year.
1: No, absolutely. I totally agree with you.
0: But I do think Jabari Parker has potential, but he just hasn't lived up to it yet.
1: Exactly, he hasn't. And maybe hopefully it might help him might get a might get that fire going again.
0: I think if if he works on his game in the summertime, he could really he could really have a breakout year where whoever he signs with. I mean, the Bulls didn't work out for him and now he's on the Wizards. So now we have to see if that could if he could capitalize on a second chance.
1: No, yeah, absolutely. Like you said, put in that work in the um hope.
0: Yeah, it's, now we're going to move on to the Bulls and the Nets game. And uh, with that being said, um, I think the Bulls win this game, and I think this will, this is also the game that Karis Levert will play for the first time since the November 12th game when he had a near-scary, gruesome leg injury.
1: No, yeah, I, I, I agree. But also having a good day. Yeah. I mean, he's been phenomenal that's as well I can't pinpoint the winner I would say I'm leaning a little bit more to the Nets um, but again
0: we'll see yeah I mean, and then I think the next two games should be easy for both the Bucks and the Warriors because I think the Bucks are going to beat the Mavs I think the Mavs will make it interesting but I think the Warriors will blow out Phoenix today oh in Phoenix. Absolutely,
1: absolutely I mean What were you saying? We rebuild mode. We're not great. But, um, yeah, just definitely take that game. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's going to be an easy one. I think that game's going to be over by halftime. But the other games on ESPN today, the Timberwolves and Pelicans, uh, I think the Pelicans win this game. They really want to get back into this playoff mix whenever Anthony Davis comes back, now that he's not traded to the Lakers. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, they definitely have a shot at this. I think this is yeah, the this game, is the that game they to do it
0: now that Minnesota is not going anywhere. And the other game is the Heat and the Kings. And I think well, it's the way Sacramento's playing right now. They should win this game.
1: I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're playing great, they're definitely um, contending. I think that they'll definitely beat the Heat as well. I think um, the Heat is a little bit – they had, their, had their, their streak, but I think they're slowing down just a little bit, and I think that um, this is the time for Kings to capitalize on, capitalize on yeah, that. Yeah, they should really bring, bring home, home a win.
0: win. But with that being said, um, let's also talk about um, some other – all the NBA All-Star Game uh, – Weekend. Next weekend, we'll talk about things to look forward to. For me, I'm looking forward to the Rising Stars game next week, along with the uh, three-point contest, slam dunk contest ne- on next Saturday night.
1: For me, watching All-Star Weekend, my favorite things to watch are the three-point contest as well as the slam dunk contest. So I'm excited for this. I'm also excited for the game, though. I think it's going to be interesting. Team LeBron has a lot of shooters. As we know, Harden is great. Um, you know, so we'll see. I think just the game in itself is gonna be a three point contest with Curry, Walker, Harden, Thompson. So I think it's gonna be an exciting game and exciting skill um skill challenges going into the weekend.
0: I mean, I'm looking forward to the uh the rising stars challenge because uh they have a lot of good guys. I know Lonzo Ball is in it again, but I know he's not gonna he's not playing in it. So Kevin Knox of the Knicks just replaced him on the roster. No, I think
1: that was a good choice. I mean, he's been doing great this season, and I think it's going to be exciting to see him play. At, I mean, at the potential All Star level, so I'm excited about it. Who do you see taking this one? Team U.S. or Team uh, World?
0: I like Team USA in this one, but Team World has a has a has a deep uh, roster, you know.
1: They do, with I mean, definitely Doncic is up there. Ben Simmons has had a great season. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. I think it's I think the matchups are pretty are pretty pretty close, but I think it's going to be a tight yeah, game and th- fun to watch.
0: And then they have OG, I can't pronounce his name. He's on the Toronto Raptors. What Was that OB. Yeah, he's OG on there. Ananobi? And DeAndre Ayton, is on there. And then mm-hmm. Bogdan Bogdanovic, I like him. But Team World has pretty solid players too, and also Cedi Osman from Turkey. Ben Simmons and then Kyrie and Dirk are the coaches for that game.
1: <laughs> well, they definitely have great coaches. You know, as we know, Dirk Nowitzki is great. So we'll see. I think it's going to be a nice. It's going to be a nice game this year.
0: Yeah, and with the Knicks, I could tell you this. Now that they traded Porzingis, I think the Knicks will build around Kevin Knox.
1: I agree. I definitely agree. I mean, he is a great player. I mean, he's definitely probably maybe going to be possibly a franchise player. We'll see. And I think too, as well, uh, the draft coming up, who knows? New York Knicks might land Zion Williamson. I know that's maybe a far stretch for some, but I think they definitely have a young core that can be strong for the franchise going forward.
0: Oh, of course. The Knicks do have a very strong... Team, if they get once they get Zion and uh, imagine a lineup of Zion, Knox, Smith Jr., and uh, Kena, that's going to be a dangerous lineup for the Knicks.
1: Absolutely, oh my gosh, it'd be a thrill, thrill to watch, and a nice and a nice jolt of energy.
0: Yeah, the the energy of the New York Knicks fan base will rise up again, yeah, ap- and uh. And I'm also looking forward to the uh, three-point contest. I have Steph Curry actually winning that. Do you? Yeah, I mean he's gonna out outshoot everybody in the uh, three-point contest.
1: Um, definitely. I th- at the top, Anna Green from the Raptors is doing pretty good this season as well. Campbell Walker has. Kemba Kemba Walker, excuse me, Walker, excuse me, has had a great season as well. But I mean, yeah, the goat, Stephen Curry. Yeah, I think I would, I would agree with you on that one. But there's definitely some great contenders in that list.
0: Yeah, I mean, for sure on that and uh, slam dunk contest. I would love, to, I would, I want to see Dennis Smith Jr. win the slam dunk contest.
1: I would love to see him win, but I think I'm going with Miles Bridges on this one.
0: Yeah, I mean Miles Bridges from the uh from the Sixers could really put up a show here. And I wonder if Aaron Gordon's in it this year.
1: From what I seen this year, I think it's John Collins, um, Dennis Smith Jr., Miles Bridges, and then Hamed Diallo, if I'm saying that correctly. From Charlotte Hornet. No, from The Thunder, sorry.
0: Yeah, who are the participants again in the uh, slam dunk contest?
1: So we have Maya Bridges, John Collins, um, amido Diallo, and Dennis Smith Jr.
0: I say Dennis Smith Jr. will win it. Really? Yeah, and then Hamo Diallo could be a pretty good one, but I'm just I'm looking forward to that one as well. And then uh, and then the skills challenge, I want Kyle Kuzma to win it.
1: I know, me too. I'm hoping. I'm hoping he puts on a show in the skills challenge. I would love to see him win it. I mean, I think it would, it would it. would be nice for him to take it. But you know, Jason Tatum, he he's a great contender as well. I mean, Nikola Vucevic is a great contender as well. So we'll see. And as well, Luka Doncic is in it as well. So, I mean, this year's had some strong candidates. If I say Trey Young, Mike Conley's in this one. Um. Foxes in this one, so I think it's it's a great lineup for the skills challenge.
0: Yeah, it is. But I really like that they're including big men too, because some big men can make those very good bounce passes.
1: No, absolutely, I agree. I think it's nice to see the versatility um, with the participants.
0: Yeah, and I think I think I would like to see Kuzma win it, but I think Trey Young. It's going to come down to I think Kuzma and Tatum for the last for the last round of the skills challenge.
1: I definitely wouldn't question that as well.
0: Because look at Kuzma. He's going to be the face of the franchise for the Lakers. And look at Jason Tatum. He's already going to be the face of the franchise for the Boston Celtics.
1: No, yeah, I agree. These are two great players. I mean, they both haven't even hit their ceiling yet. Potential um, is is there. For, you know, growth, progression. So definitely, I definitely agree with you.
0: Yeah, for sure on that. And then... Uh... And then I think the MVP, if it were Team USA to win the MVP of the Rising Stars Challenge, I think it should be Kyle Kuzma to win that. And then if it's Team World, then I could see it being Doncic or uh, – or uh, I, I think it's going to be Doncic. Yeah,
1: Doncic for Team World. And who did you say for Team USA? You said Kuzma?
0: Yeah, I would even say even Tatum possibly. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that would be pretty good too. But anyways, but my final NBA thought is I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to All Star Weekend next weekend, which we'll talk about next Friday when we preview the whole NBA All Star Game weekend festivities.
1: My final NBA thought of the day would be I'm looking forward to see to seeing how Lakers VAM match up with the Sixers come Sunday.
0: Yeah, let's stay right here. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll talk about the Super Bowl when we come back.
1: Sounds good.